Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Dear Holy Spirit, thank you. You are always good. You are always kind. You are always loving. Love for you is not a mood, it's who you are. Love for you is not a feeling, it's your personality. Thank you, Jesus. You are full of mercy, you are full of grace. You are gracious, you are kind. And your presence is so beautiful. Your presence is so full of beauty, so full of splendor, so full of grace. When we are with you, you know, when we are aware of you, we are complete. We are whole. We are satisfied. You fill our mouth with good things. You fill our hearts with with joy. Thank you. Thank you. There's none like you, Jesus. There's none that loves like you love. There's none that cares like you care. There's none that sees our hearts like you do. Oh, we are naked before you. We are not ashamed. Hallelujah. Yes, I'm clothed but naked before you. Unashamed, validated, completely loved and accepted. Thank you. Thank you. This evening as we go into your word, we have understanding, we have illumination. Our hearts are enlightened. We receive your word with open hearts, with open eyes, you know, with open ears. We see clearly to scripture. And we stand firm, stand assured in the fact that your will for us is healing. Hallelujah. And we begin to understand even more how to live in healing and health. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Hallelujah. So, is the Lord my healer? But two, we began last week. All right? So, healing is God's will. This has to be very clear. That sickness, you know, cannot be acceptable. Sickness cannot be acceptable. Sickness cannot be tolerated. Cannot be managed. All right? Sickness cannot be acceptable. Sickness cannot be tolerated. You know, sickness cannot be managed. Healing is a right and we must settle on it. Healing is God's will, and this has to be clear, that healing is topmost on God's agenda for his children and for the world. All right? So we cannot accept sicknesses. We can't tolerate it. We cannot manage it. Healing is a right, and we must settle on it. All right? So, even in the Old Covenant, we see healing as God's will, even in the Old Covenant. Exodus 15, 26. Exodus 15, 26. Even in the Old Covenant, we see healing clearly as God's will. All right? Exodus 15, 26. He said, if you, just, if you come to the, to the Lord your God and do what was right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, what does it say? I will not bring on you. He said, I brought upon the Egyptians from the Lord who is you. Let's take it again. I was too fast. He said, once you go, he said, if you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes. If you pay attention to his commands, and keep all his decrees. I will not bring on you any of the diseases that I brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord who heals you. So God, speaking even in the old covenant, says, if you hear me carefully and listen to me, you know, attentively following my laws and my decrees. He said, I will ensure that you don't contact, you don't buy any of the diseases and skins that came up for the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that heals you. 
So even in the old covenant, God declares himself as the one that heals his children, both preventive and curative, okay? That if you follow me attentively, okay, you will live in health. So even in the old covenant, God makes clear that healing is his will, all right? Numbers 21, 4 to 9. Numbers 21, verse 4 to 9. Thank you, Spirit, for your help. Aha. Numbers 21, 4 to 9. Once ago, they traveled from Mount Or along the route to the Red Sea to go around Edom. But the people grew impatient on the way. They spoke against God and against Moses and said, Why have you brought us out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? There is no bread. There is no water. Aha. And we detest this miserable food. Well, wonderful. Verse 6. Then the Lord sent, again, we learned last month, that God is said to do what he permitted, what he could not stop, okay? That's not, it's not as though God sent um, actively, but that God permitted passively, so that in God not protecting them, things happened. All right? So when they when they moved against God, Okay, God left them to sort themselves out. Okay, let's see how far you guys can, you know, since you can sort that by yourself, you know, what I give you is not good. Okay? All right, so it's not as though God actively brings sicknesses, okay? But when God turns his back on people for people's rejection, people see, you know, people see the consequence of their action. All right? That, um, that sin is his own self, you know, as in his own self, instead of death and sickness. Sin as in itself, it's seed of death and sickness. That there's a law of sowing and reaping, okay? That if you sow sin repeatedly, you reap the consequences, all right? So it's not as though God actively makes bad things happen, but people reap the fruits of their actions. People reap the fruits of their actions, all right? So let's go back there, verse 4, verse 6. Then the Lord sent venomous snakes among them. They beat the people, and many Israelites died. Then they came back, look at this. Then the people came to Moses and said, look at this, we sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you. Pray that the Lord will take snakes away from us. So Moses prayed for the people. Look at God's solution. The Lord said to Moses, I like this so much, make a snake and put it up on a pole. Anyone who is beaten can look at it and leave. Verse 9, so Moses made a bronze snake and put it up on a pole. Then when anyone was bitten by a snake and looked at the, at the bronze snake, they lived. So even in the old covenant, God made provision for their healing. Hallelujah. God's will is. God's will has always been and will forever be healing. Now, uh, God told them to make, you know, a bronze, a, bronze, um, a bronze snake and hang it on a pole as a foreshadow of Jesus. Jesus would come and be hung, you know, on a cross. And in so doing, would take away our sin and our sickness so that whoever we look at him will live. Hallelujah. So if in the covenant, they looked at him and were hit from their sicknesses. Hallelujah. How much more in the new do we get, do we get healed, you know, by beholding, you know, the Lamb of God? That takes away the sins of the world. Beholding him on the cross means, you know, beholding what he did. You know, it's not about having a physical cross on your chest like, I, like I'm going to do, all right? The idea is what it means, okay? What, what it represents? That I look at what Christ did on the cross, okay? And that on that cross, he paid the price for my health, hallelujah, and for my righteousness. So by beholding it, by beholding what he did on the cross, you know, I can begin to live in it. Hallelujah. Okay? So, even in the covenant, God made uh, a plan for your healing. Let's go to John 3, 14 to 15. John 3, 14 to 15. John 3, 14 to 15. This is going to be good. Hallelujah. One, two, go. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up that everyone who believes may have 
eternal life in him. Hallelujah. So Christ himself, before he was taken to the cross, made reference to what happened to Moses, to Moses for the people of Israel. That, you know, just the way Moses put up that snake for the people of Israel, so also will the Son of Man be what? Lifted up so that everyone that looks at him will have life. Hallelujah. So if in your covenant, looking up to the bronze serpent, cured them of sickness, how much more? We look up at Jesus, the Son of God, sinless Son of God, okay, on the cross. How much more would it bring us healing and wholeness? Our job is to behold. The more we behold, the more we become like Him. Hallelujah. The more we behold, the more we become like Him. Now, the devil is a bastard, okay, so he keeps trying. So he, he, he tries this, he tries that. Hallelujah. But the more we behold, the more we are stable in these things. If you don't behold, you will stumble. Hallelujah. When it brings things your way, if you don't behold, you'll be unstable. Hallelujah. But when you behold, even when the winds come around you, you know, the winds might blow, the storms will come. If you are beholding, you'll be stable. Hallelujah. If you are beholding singularly, what God has done for you, you'll be stable. So eyes on Jesus, not eyes on the storm. Eyes on Jesus, not on the sickness. Eyes on, you know, the way it works is that when you have been sick for a while, when you have had an issue for a while, you know, it becomes very difficult to take your eyes off it and, and, and on Jesus. Because that becomes part of who you, who you are. Amen. That becomes part of who you are. So it becomes a challenge, but you must keep on looking. You must keep on beholding. Hallelujah. The more you behold, the more you become like him. So if, even when you stumble into old habits or into old sicknesses, ah, you get back up and go back to beholding. You back to beholding. Go back to beholding, okay? If you behold long enough, one day, aha, that chain will completely break off you. But your job is to keep on beholding. And so behold, you are transformed. All right? So eyes on what, the, on what Christ has done on the cross. Okay? He didn't just stay there. He died. He was buried. And he looked again to give me a brand new life. So I must behold what he paid on the cross, the price he paid on the cross, and the brand new life I now have in him. I must know the content of the brand new life that I have in Christ. I must be beholding. I must be beholding. I must be beholding. So, okay. Must also know that sickness is a curse. That sickness is a curse. We must know that sickness is a curse. We can't play with it. We can't, we can't manage it. We can't be okay with it, okay? Sickness is a curse. Hallelujah. Job 28. Job 28. Job 28. 58 to 61. Deuteronomy 28, from 58 to 61. Deuteronomy 28, from 58 to 61. As I behold and transformed. Are we there? Deuteronomy 28, from 58 to 61. Fair say I'm there. You are not saying it for me. All right, once we go. If you do not carefully follow all the words of this law, which are written in this book, and do not revere this glorious and awesome name, the Lord your God. 59, again, the Lord will send fearful plagues on you and your descendants, ash and prolonged disasters, and severe and lingering illnesses. 60, it will bring on you all the diseases of Egypt that you dreaded. Look at this. And they will cling to you. 61. The Lord will also bring on you every kind of sickness and disaster not recorded in this book of the law until you are destroyed. So if sickness is a cause, like poverty is a cause, it's not spiritual. You know, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not pious. It's not cute to be sick. It is not cute to be poor. All right? Sickness is a curse. Thank you, Jesus. Because we have been redeemed, we have been redeemed from, because of the law. We have been redeemed from the curse of the law. Hallelujah. So we have no right to accept, to tolerate, and to endure sickness. Galatians 3, 14 to 15. Galatians 3, 10 to 14. Galatians 3, 10 to 14. Are we there? Okay, verse 10. For all who rely on the law are under a curse. 
as it is written, causes everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of the law. 11. Clearly, no one who relies on the law is justified before God because the righteous will live by faith. Verse 12. The law is not based on faith. On the contrary, it says, the person who does these things will live by them. That thing, Christ redeemed us from the cost of the law. By what? By becoming a cost for us. For it is written, cost is everyone who is hung on a pole. Please, boss. So, when Christ was hung on that cross that we are to behold, all right, our sicknesses, our sin, our poverty, everything, everything that is against us or contrary to us, everything that is against us or contrary to us, okay, everything that is bad for us, every curse, every curse, okay, was put upon him. Hallelujah. So, so he became a curse for us. He took up our cause so that we have what the blessing. All right? Verse 14. Look at this. He redeemed us. Not that I was. That the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus. Okay? So that by faith, we might receive the promise of the Spirit. So, hallelujah. So, in the, in, in the, in the cause of sin, is sickness, poverty, and all that. All right? And spiritual death. Then, consequentially, physical death. But Christ, hallelujah, took upon himself our course so that now we have the blessing, the blessing of Abraham, hallelujah, so that we are blessing the city, blessing the country, blessed going out, blessed coming in, blessed in our wombs, blessed in our bodies, hallelujah. Even the that in Abraham's house was blessed. God, God told Israelites, like, I will bless every animal in your house, I will bless every animal. Even animals do not cast their young. Hallelujah. So we are redeemed from the cost to live in the blessing. The more we behold these things, the more we experience it. The moment sicknesses becomes what you cannot manage on threat again. The moment you begin to put up a fight, the moment we, because it's about all of us right now, the moment we all begin to put up a fight against things not as in Christ, the quicker we can be to experience what's happening in Christ. This is the way it works. Way it works. That we, 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 we have not today really learned to actively behold. So what we do is this. People behold and take their eyes off it. We behold, take eyes off it. No. Beholding is focused gaze. Beholding is what? It's to be consistent. It's to keep your eyes on the price you're going after. It must consistently behold until you are transformed. I cannot behold and then look off. We must consistently behold until we are transformed. Jesus showed all through scripture that healing is God's will. Matthew 8, 1 to 3. 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 You have to want your healing so bad. You can't want it halfway. We have got to want it really bad. Again, especially if you have been sick for a while. You can begin to get used to it. You can begin to become part of you. You get used to managing it, okay? We have to actually learn to stop managing. To stop managing. To go after it. Stop managing, okay? Go after complete healing. All right? Whatever it takes, get healed. Are we there? Matthew 8, 1 to 3. Matthew 8, 1 to 3. Want to go? When Jesus came up on the mountainside, large crowds followed him. The man with leprosy came and not before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Verse 3 Jesus looked at his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. So, imagine this man coming to Jesus and people be avoiding him. A leprous man is to be avoided, you know, because it makes you ceremonially unclean. It makes you, by, by, by Jewish laws, it makes you unclean to even touch him. Hallelujah. They, they kept leprous people, you know, at the, at the sea gates. Kept them far from other people. They were, they were quarantined from where people are. So this man managed to come and see Christ. And Christ went as far as touching him. Hallelujah. 
Kemajot means to touch someone with leprosy. You know, we just imagine the white skin looking filled, looking, looking irritating and all that. The love of Christ. It touched him. Most have felt, you know, wow, someone loves me not to touch my body with this. So the love and power flew together and the guy was healed. What is the claim to you? The guy asked, if you will, if you will, if you are willing to reach out to me in my filthiness, in my uncleanliness, if you, if, if you will to heal me, I will be healed. And Christ said, I will. Touched him, and he was healed. So we see that, that God's will is always healing. God's will is always healing. Matthew 8, 1, 17. Matthew 8, 14 to 17. Matthew 8, 14 to 17. I believe God's word, okay? I believe God's word. God's word is my reality. Come rain or shine, I believe God's word. Come rain or high water, I believe God's word. Sink or swim, I believe God's word, all right? I will die on this, on God's word, hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I, I, when I got to, when I came, came to Christ, I died, on, I died on God's word, okay? I was hung on that pole with him, hallelujah. I was hung on that pole with the word of God. So yes, so the word of God is my life. Sink or swim, God's word. I believe God's word. Hallelujah. I've seen God's word work, so I believe God's word. I believe with all my heart, I believe. I believe. Hallelujah. I believe God's word. So it's, it's not about what I feel now. Nah, I believe God's word. I must not only believe God's word when I feel it happen in my life already. That's not faith, that is sight. I believe God's word now. Even before you receive your healing, you must believe God's word. So, I believe God's word is healing now. Even when I stutter, <laughs> I believe God's word die. Amen. I will, I will go to my father's, you know, my ancestors, believing God's word. Verse 14, 17. When to go? When Jesus came to, into Peter's house, are we together? Verse 14, let's go together. When Jesus came to Peter's house, saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. He touched her hand, and the fever left her. And she got up and began to wait on him. Hallelujah. Verse 16. When evening came, many were demon-possessed were brought to him, and he drove out the spirit with the word, and healed all, hallelujah, healed all the sick, healed all the sick, hallelujah, healed all the sick. He didn't ask them, are you a sinner? Go like this. Righteous, get your healing. The other ones, you know, you are bouncing you. No, he healed all the sick. All that came to him received their, their, their healing. Healing is God's will for the sinner, for the, for the, for the, for the saints, for, every, for everybody. Healing, like salvation for everybody. Healing, like what salvation is for everybody. Is offending by like, come and collect. Now, say if you want, come and collect. Exactly. If you want, come and get it. Heal all your sick. 16. 17 and 17 and 17. 17. Once we go, this was to fulfill what was from Isaiah. Two of our infirmities. Take it again. It, it took up our infirmities and bore our diseases. It took it. It didn't just, it, it didn't just, you know, it's not, it's, it's not fashion. It didn't just, it didn't just take, it's not just we are playing here. It took it. So, in their being healed, it was fulfilled, what as I wrote, that it took up our infirmity, meaning that it took it away from us. It took it away from us and bore away from us our diseases. Hallelujah. It took it away from us. Because it was, by, it was by their being healed that was fulfilled. Meaning that, what it means is that by their being healed, it took up away from them their diseases and their infirmities. Healing is God's will. All right? Matthew 4, 23. Matthew 4, 23. If we allow the devil 
to make us think twice about if it is, if it is God's gospel or not, we'll not get healed. If you allow two minds, okay, maybe it's God's will, maybe it's not God's will. Maybe it's his plan for me, it's not, maybe it's his, for me, for me, it's, it's that to show you his glory through me. Ah, if you are thinking in two minds, you will not get healed. So we have to have a clear focus on what God's will is. All right? Matthew 4, 23. Matthew 4, 23. Want to go. Jesus went through Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, look at this, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and what? Healing every disease and sickness among these people. So he taught, he preached, and he healed. Christ would go everywhere, he would teach, he would preach, and he would heal to show for all time how much, how much value he puts on bodily healing. All right? Acts 38. Acts 10, 38. Acts 10, 38. You know, I know what it means to go 10 years without being sick once. I felt symptoms, but I moved over it. 10 years without Panadol. 10 years without Panadol. 10 years. 10 years. So I know that this thing is true. You know when in school, how people fall sick in part, small part time of school, and everybody just thinks fall sick in school. Who knows that experience? That period where we call flu season, malaria season, people just fall, start falling sick. And back then, my roommates, my roommates were sick. And I told them, after you, give you the sickness. Okay? After you, give you. But it's not coming to me. And so it was. It did not come near me. So I know this is true. And I'm, I'm talking about me that grew up a child that's already falling sick. So this is not, it's not fluke. Before I got saved, I was a sick, sick child. I, I, you're just like that. But the minute I got saved, there was a before and the after. It was sharp. In fact, just before I got saved, I was so sick I thought I was going to die. I was sick, 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 sick. When you are sick and you are walking about naked, just like your life is just less to you. You're on the bed naked because what is life? That, not like that level of sickness. I was sick. Afterwards, I got saved. And after that, I went 10 years, no sickness. So it's not fluke. It's not luck. It's not chance. Hallelujah. I found something. I, I know I, I always, always hear people say, I can never be poor. I never be sick. You know, the, the level of bold, 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 bold statements. Yeah, it got us here. Knowing God's word and being bold about it. Do you understand? So we must learn to stand on God's word with boldness. Believe God's word, it is true. Believe God's word, it is true. Are we there? Acts 10, 38. So when I when I when I when I, when I, when I, when I talk in the past, when I see what God has done for me in the past, I know that just to get done. When I see what God has done for me in the past, I know that the rest will get done. I know God is not slaying me. Hallelujah. When I see what God has done for me in the past, and I see my today, whatever is lacking, I know God is not slaying me. Are we there? There's a small noise, chick chick, somewhere, isn't it? Me? There's a small static. Acts 10 38. Is it fun? I don't think so. Okay, can we check? Acts 10 38. Okay. All right, once we go, 38, once we go, how God, yeah, yeah, with the Holy Spirit and power, and how he went around doing good, that is, healing all who were under the power of the devil, because God was with him. So his good works was, is going about healing all who were sick, and the devil. 
is, go, is doing good. I went about doing what to heal all those who were sick and who were oppressed by the devil. Hallelujah. God's will is healing. Luke 10, 9. Luke 10, 9. Luke 10, 9. Want to go? Heal the sick who are there and tell them the kingdom of God has come near to you. So, heal them. Heal them. And tell them. See, this healing is a sign of the kingdom. That the kingdom has come near to you. Hallelujah. Heal them. And then tell them that the kingdom has come near to you to show them that healing is a part of the kingdom of God. God's will is healing. God wants you to be completely healed. Luke 11, 20. 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 Luke eleven twenty. Want to go? But if I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Look at that. If I drive out demons, if I made this guy well by the power of God, then the kingdom has come upon you. Meaning that healing is a part of the kingdom of God. So the kingdom is incomplete without healing being there. So healing is God's will. So you know what we do to ourselves? We tend to wait for healing. People wait too long. We tell ourselves, I will deal with this in the future. I will deal with this in the future. Amen. You know, when I grow up, I will deal with this. Uh, when I marry, I will care about my hormonal imbalance. I've heard that before. Okay? We put, it, we put our issues in the future. Okay? Being sick is bad. Deal with it now. Deal with it now. Whatever is not yours in Christ, don't wait. Deal with it now. By faith, medical care, whatever it is, don't wait. Deal now so that you, you, you are experiencing the things yours in Christ completely. Nigerians like everything in the future. Tomorrow it will go better. It's our culture. So we have a way of making things that, that should be ours now. Wait till the future. Deal with it now. Hallelujah. We see also that healing is part of the new covenant. Healing is part of the new covenant. Acts 5, verse 12 to 16. Acts 5, verse 12 to 16. Want to go? The apostles performed many signs and wonders among the people. Another blessing to meet together in Solomon's colonnade. Verse 13. No one else dared join them, even though they were highly regarded by the people. Verse 14. Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and added to their number. 15. Look at this. As a result, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed. Okay? Verse 16. Crowds gathered also from around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by impure spirits. And all of them were healed. Healing is so much God's will that even allowed Peter's shadow to heal the sick. That's how much God wants people healed. So if shadows can heal the sick, how much more laying of hands? How much more the decree of faith? If, if that shadow 
by the anointed way to seek. How much more what's spoken to you directly in faith? How much more has laid on you? You get my point here? That's how much God wants people healed. Acts 8, 4 to 8. Oh, you, want to, you, have to, you have to want your healing. You have got to want your healing. You have got to want healing now. You have got to want healing now. Hallelujah. Again, I said last week, I can take his wife. I had a heart issue. All right? And she didn't say because I'm Egan's wife. Okay? And I will just chill and be healed. Now, maybe one day in healing service, we'll pray and I'll be well. Amen. It's an man, right? Maybe one day, as the spirit moves, I'll be healed. No, what did she do? She went on a word diet. She got salmon on healing, by, by, of course, by Kenneth Egan. And she was playing her husband's salmon. Hallelujah. She kept playing it for years, she got well. You've got to want it now. You have to contend now. What you don't want, you don't watch. What you don't fight, that's, that's right to stay. What you don't want, you don't watch. What you don't fight, has a right to stay. What you don't want, you don't watch. What you don't fight, has a right to stay. What you don't want, you don't watch. What you don't fight has a right to stay. What you don't want, you don't watch. What you don't fight has a right to stay. Imagine you have rats in your house. Amen? And you don't fight it. You're hoping that one day the rats will just pack their load and go. Guess what? They will bet more children. They open flat, they will open their own, you know. Okay. So what you don't want, you don't watch. Okay, Acts 8, verse 4 to 8. Acts 8, verse 4 to 8. Want to go. Help me, let's start. Yeah. Scattered, preached the gospel, whatever they went. Verse 5. Philip went out to the city of Samaria and proclaimed Messiah there. Verse 6. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the signs he performed, look at this. They all paid, yeah, to what he said. Look at this. When they saw the signs, they paid attention to what he was saying. So the signs made them pay attention to his words. The signs made them pay attention to his words. All right? Verse 7, look at this. For which tricks, ah, impure spirits came out of many, and many were paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy, hallelujah, in that city. Hallelujah. So Philip went to a city, Samaria, and the sick got healed. The lame walked. The blind saw. Hallelujah. People were healed. Glory to Jesus. And for that reason, okay, people paid heed to what was saying. And there was great joy in that city. Glory to Jesus. So we see healing is God's will in the new covenant. Mark 16, 15 to 20. Mark 16, 15 to 20. Let's keep that. You said 14. James 5, for time's sake, James 5, 14 to 16. James 5, 14 to 16. James 5, 14 to 16. James 5. Let's go. Is anyone among you sick? Let them do what? Call them to the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil. In the name of the Lord. Verse 15. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Verse 16. Therefore, pray to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of righteous man is powerful and effective. He says, then I'm sick amongst you. They should call church elders to pray with oil and all that, you know, to pray the prayer of faith. That the prayer of faith will heal the sick man. Guess what? 
we can all pray prayers of faith. We can all pray. It's not an elder thing. Hallelujah. Because what makes people well, it's not, it's not because another prayed for you. It's because the person prayed the prayer of faith. All right? We can all pray prayers of faith. All right? And the prayer of faith will make the person well. That's in James to show that there is healing in the new covenant. Second Peter 2.24. 1 Peter 2.24. First Peter 24. He himself <laughs> bore our sins in his own body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. Glory to Jesus. By whose wounds you have been healed. Exactly 345 says, by whose stripes, you know, you are healed. Matthew 8, 27 says, by whose stripes you are healed. Here he says, Peter 24. By whose stripes you have been healed. When did we get healed? At a point where Christ took upon himself our sins. Also took upon himself our sicknesses. So when I was free from sin, I was legally free from sickness. The moment I got righteous, I also got healed. So in my account, okay, is righteousness and healing. In my account is what? Righteousness and healing. They will draw depends on me. They will draw depends on me. In my account is righteousness and healing. The withdrawal depends on me. I must learn how to lay hold of the things in my account. Glory to Jesus. Anyone can pray the prayer of faith. Healing is God's will. Okay, and God cannot change. Hebrews 13, 18. Hebrews 13, 8. It's just the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is the same yesterday. He's the same today and forever. So healing is what is, will always be God's will. Malachi 3, 6. I am God. I change not. Okay, so healing is God's will today, yesterday, Forever. John 10 10. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that you may have life and life abundantly. I have come to give you abundance and overflowing life. Hallelujah. Try to say, ask Christ, I see so that your joy may be full. So this thing about fullness, full of joy, joyful. Life abundant, hallelujah. Gospel for us is healing. Psalm 34, 5 to 7. 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 I am looking in the mirror. Oh, I'm becoming what I see. Oh, Christ in me is the hope of glory. Oh, it's the song of the new man. Psalm 34, 5 to 7. Psalm 34, 5 to 7. Want to go. Those who look to him are radiant. Oh boy. Their faces are never covered with shame. Let's take it again. Those who look to him are radiant, and their faces are never covered with shame. Verse 6, this poor man called, and the Lord heard him and saved him from all his troubles. Verse 7, yeah, let's take it again. The angel of the Lord comes around those who fear him, and he delivers them. 6, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. They looked up unto him. So I look up to him. I look up to him. Abiding in Christ and abiding in his word. I look up to him and my face is radiant. Hallelujah. That means I'm looking into the mirror of God's word. Seeing what he has done for me. 
making my heart full of the word, then my face will become radiant. Hallelujah. And I will not be put to shame. So even when I feel low, down and out, hallelujah, I must begin to be old. I must begin to be old. My face will become radiant and I will not be put to shame. So the key in receiving healing is to be old. To be old what God has done about healing. The key to receiving healing is eyes on Jesus. The price he paid on the cross. And in life we have any resurrection. The key to receiving healing is to behold what Christ has done on the cross and the new life that we have in him. When he took my sins, he took my sins, First, he bore my sins. He also bore my sins so that by his stripes I have been healed. It is English that he wrote here. It's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not Japanese. It's English that we read now. You know, by his stripes, I have been healed. I would not be healed. I have been healed. So I have to be healed till I catch it in my spirit that I have been healed. Psalm 107, 20. Psalm 107, verse 20. Psalm 107, verse 20. Psalm 107, verse 20. I have to be old. I have to be old. I have to be old. He sent his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Hallelujah. He sent his word and his word healed them. Hallelujah. So, ah, that word is Jesus. Jesus is the word of God. In the beginning was the word, was with God, and the word was, is God. Hallelujah. So he sent us his word, and his word heals us. So Jesus is the healer. He is the word that heals us. So when I behold the written word, I see the living word. When I behold the written word, I see the living word. We cannot make image of Jesus, not behold. That's, that, that's crap. Hallelujah. All we do is this, behold the word. We behold the word. When I behold the written word, I experience the living word. When I behold the written word, I experience the written word. So the word is my life. So my word time is my lifetime. Can we beg him to read your Bible? That's like suicide. Nah, that's my life. When I behold him, I become like him. When I behold the written word, I experience the living word. Hallelujah. He sent his word and his word heals us. Look for, Luke 5.15. Luke 5.15. Luke 5.15. Are we there? Luke 5.15. Once to go, yet news about him spread all the more. Look at this. So that crowds of people came to hear him and be healed of their sicknesses. So they came to hear and to be healed. They came to hear and to be healed. So we must hear to be healed. Hear to be healed. I must behold the written word to experience the living word. Hallelujah. So I must fill my heart with scripture on healing. That is how I experience healing. I must be full of the word on healing. Full of the word on healing. In a sick world, I must eat about healing every week. I must hear any sermon every week. Because we're in a sick world. There's flu, there's, there's, you know, every, there's all sort of monkey paws, chicken paws, you know, rat pox, everything is there. So I must consistently be old. I must, yeah, the word of God gives us a shield of faith. It's a shield to quench every fairy dust of the devil. So it means that there was fairy dust coming our way. Fairy dust. Someone do, that's fairy dust. That's fairy dust, man. That's fairy dust of the enemy. Yeah, that's fairy dust. We open the news, check it Ah, fairy dust. What do you do? Shield of faith. The word of God. I am the healed of God. No plague season. No plague zone. 
This is a no-plague zone. This is a healing-only zone. It is not just what you say with your mouth. It must come from a heart that is full of the word. So yes, we confess the word, but we keep confessing till the word gets strong in our hearts. That's what we'll do. Pick up scripture. You keep saying it. It's not just, not just you saying, talking, talking to the air. You are making, the, you're making your own heart full of the word. The time will now come when you will know in your Noah, I've got it. When he now says, then, power is released. Proverbs 4, 2022. Proverbs 4, 2022. Proverbs 4, 2022. My son, pay what? Attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. 21. Not let them out of your sight. Look at this. Keep them within your heart. It says, don't let my words out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. Look at this. For they are what? Life to those who find them. Woo! And they are what? Health to one's whole body. It says, keep my word. It says, my word is life. My word is health to your body. So I must consistently be old to live well. It's active. It's continuous. You can't say, okay, I beard last week. I'm fine today. No, it's dangerous. We live in a world of fear that says every day they're afraid that. So I must live in the world daily. I must consistently live in the word. I must have a word, a word, a word shield around me. Hallelujah. Mark 11, 2024. Mark 11, 22, 24. The word is your defense. The word is your shield. The word man will live well. The word man will live well. You know, I said behold. I didn't say read and run away from it. I didn't say do a quick read. I said behold. Behold means to chew on the word. You take it slowly. Enter into the story. Look at what happened to the person. How it happened, what God said, what the person did. I behold, I enter into the story. I put myself in the story. I put the story in my day. I see bots. What does the bot mean? I see therefore. What is it there for? I see past tense. Okay, why is it why is it present? That is how to behold. I think we have been in trouble for this. This is our, our Rush Bible study we do. Tell yourself every day I'll do five chapters. Are you kidding me? Now, if you turn it into, into, into capitalism, who do pass? Yeah, capitalism we are doing now, who do pass? Oga, study. See, the word is real to you. Till you catch something, till you get it. You will come back again and read the same chapter. Hallelujah. There is no streak in heaven for reading your Bible today. There's no streak. There's no streak. I, I promise you there's no streak. There's no streak in heaven. It's about you. Is the word coming alive in you? Is the word changing your realities? Are you full of the word or full of streaks? Streaks, I'm not giving you that part. Me, every day, 10 chapters. You can barely even walk, you're not stiff. Mark 11. Mark 11. 22 to 24. Once we go, have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly, verily, verily, assuredly, for certainly, okay, I tell you, if anyone, if anyone, not church elder, not deacon board, not G.O., 
or lead pastor. Not head of prayer units. Not the man with the sweet tongues. If anyone does what? Says to this mountain, ah, go watch, throw yourself into the sea. And what? And does not doubt in their hearts, but believes. It's a heart thing first. It's a heart thing, a heart that is full of the word. So that when you speak, you are speaking from the abundance of your heart. You are speaking from the abundance of your heart. Hallelujah. It's not, it's not just some lip talk. No, 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 no. A heart that is full. It says, if anyone will believe in his heart. All right? Uh, okay. But believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, therefore, for this reason of faith in the art that becomes words on your lips, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So he's saying, first, get full of the word in your heart. Sometimes we pray empty prayers. It's Bangalore, town, town. The prayer that works is from a heart that is full with the word. That will get to a point in the word meditation. Prayer of meditation. Where Paul says pray. That you have to be open to understanding. Paul says pray about it because it's important. That your eyes will be open. That you will know what is just in Christ. Pray. Ephesians 1, 17, 21. Pray about it. Because it's that important. Because it's not just merely reading scripture. It's a vision It's light from the spirit of God into your spirit. So he says pray. So as you are studying, you are praying. God, open my eyes. What I don't see, show me. What I don't know, teach me. Open the eyes of my understanding to catch light in your word. Hallelujah. So he says, once I get the word in my heart, I will get to a point where I know I am healed before I am healed in my body. So when I issue that word, I'm talking from a place of fullness. When Christ will say, be healed, it was not playing with you. It was coming from a heart that was full. It was not, maybe, maybe not, it was <laughs> from a full heart. So the job is this. Become that man that beholds God's word in that mirror and becomes like him. Let your heart be full of the word. On healing, eat about consistently. Eat about it. Eat it. Don't stop. Sometimes, you know, we get some small healing, you know, we then back out. Ah, bad idea. No. Get, stay there until you are completely full. Until you have what you want. Sometimes we have what we call relapse. Like, ah, that thing was going, you know. What wasn't there before? I've been there. That thing was going. Ah, last month was better than this. What happened? Took our feet off the gas. Keep beholding. <sighs> See, the devil is a cheap bastard. He sees that this guy is making progress. What will he do? I, I must try harder. But if you stay on the word, you will kill him there. A proper knockout. When he comes with you with full force and he gives me a good blow, he's dead. So that's the point of victory. Hallelujah. That point of the devil's comeback is a point of victory. What do people do? People start crying. Ah, it, it is back. Hey, it is back. What, what happened to them? Back to square one. But when he comes back like that, oh boy, it's a time for a good knockout. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Woo. Romans 10. 
8 to 10. The word must walk in my heart before it walks in my flesh. The word must walk on my heart before it walks on my flesh. The word must walk in my heart before it walks in my flesh. The word must walk in my heart before it walks on my flesh. The word must change my heart before it changes my flesh. The word must change my heart before it changes my body. The word must change my heart before it changes my body. I must be healed inside first before I am healed without. I must know I am healed with inside first before I am healed without. I must know I am healed then I will receive my healing. I must know I am healed and then I will receive my healing. One more time. I must know I am healed and then I will receive my healing. When you pray, believe and then you will have. When you pray, believe and then you will have. So the believing is the job. How do I believe? Be holding. How do I believe? Be holding. How do I believe? Be holding. Be holding. Be holding. So that my time with God of intimacy is a time to be old. No distractions, man. I must value those my times offline with nobody. I must learn when to go offline. Yeah. I think it's, it's sweet early in the morning or late at night. Just before people start disturbing your life. Early in the morning, late at night. Go offline. You and your Bible. Be old. You and God's spirit. No rush. I like this song. I could get used to this. This time, time stands still. When I'm with you, no more important place to be. This is the important place to be. With you right there in the word. Doing nothing else. I'm not in the hurry. I can read my Bible, pray, and sleep off there. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. That is why I be old. I cannot rush be holding. I can't rush be holding. I cannot streak be holding. My streak might say, read two chapters today. And God gives me three verses, just me three verses to stay on today. I cannot streak be holding. It's relationship, it's intimacy. It's love, it's romance. I can't rush romance, man. I can't just rush to the end. Hallelujah. I can't rush romance. It's intimacy. You take your time. If we are more married, I'll have gotten further into that boat. Let's leave it there. He says, I want to say hug. A hug is fine for that day. Hallelujah. I can't rush it. Okay. When you marry, we'll continue. Romans 10 to 10. Believing is the job. Be holding is the way. Believing is the job. Be holding is the way. Believing is the job. Be holding is the way. Believing is the job. Be holding is the way. Believing is the job. Be holding is the way. Believing is the job. Be holding is the way. Believing is the job. Be holding is the way. Believing is the job. Be holding is the way. Kaniyakata. Believing is the job. Beholding is the way. If I behold, I will believe. If I believe, I will become. BBB. If I behold, I will believe. If I believe, I will become. If I behold, I will believe. Say, Lord, if I believe, I will become. If I behold, I will believe. If I believe, I will become. So the job is believing, beholding is the way. Romans 10, 8 to 10. Start from verse 6. Want to go. But the word, the that is of faith, says, do not say in your heart, who will ascend into heaven? Let's take it back. Don't, don't say in your heart, who will go and call pastor to pray for us? Don't say in your heart, where do you go and find uh, another emoji to come and do this job? 
don't sing your altar. Who will ascend into heaven and bring Christ down? Let's go on. Verse 7, oh, what? Descend into the deep. Verse 8, but what, <laughs> what does it say? The word is near you. Hey. It is in your mouth and in your heart. The word is in your mouth. The word is in your heart. So the healing word is in your mouth and in your heart. The healing word is a mouth and action. Mouth and heart action. Mouth and heart action. The healing word is in your mouth and in your heart. So your healing comes from your mouth and your heart action. Your healing is in your mouth. Your healing is in your heart. If my heart is full of it, my mouth will settle it. If my mouth, if my heart is full of it, my mouth will settle it. All right. That is what Mr. Concerning Faith I will proclaim. That if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that what God raised from the dead, you will be saved. For it's what? It's with the heart that you believe and that justified. And it's your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So when you believe in your heart and then speak with your mouth that you are saved, it is first about the heart. You know the phrase about it? Once your heart gets it, you want to say it. Once your heart gets it, your mouth will say it. Do we have to say what's in our heart? We have to say what is really in our heart. So if you believe the word, you will say it. You will not beg you, you will say it. You know how to shock you. You, you, you say it. Ah. If you believe it in your heart, you will say it to your mouth. So the job is this. Be full of the word. Be full of the word. Be full of the word. So you want healing? Go into scripture. Go to, go, go to the gospels. Look at healings there. The acts. Look at healings there. Check your concordance. Find everywhere where healings in your covenant. Read it. Study it. Get sermons. Hear them. Just keep going at it. One day, the day will dawn in your heart and you will receive it. Hallelujah. So, you have, in your body, you have symptoms on your body. You feel tired, you feel fatigued. Go to the word about it. By his stripes, I am healed. By his, Jesus bore my infirmities and took my sicknesses. You stayed here. Place someone on healing. Be full of it. They, they give you direction with your mouth. Hallelujah. Father, I'll give you praise this evening. So, is anybody in the, you know, watching right now? that is dealing with an infirmity. In the name of Jesus, we speak healing to that body. So right now, rise up and walk. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, thank you for your word. Because we are made better by your word. Thank you for the opportunity to learn this so we can go back to building even more so we can believe and become. We give you other praise. In Jesus' name we have prayed. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Cheers to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9am and Wednesday by 6pm to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world.